Blog Talk Radio. Well, hello, this is George Gamond, and welcome to the Monday Show. So, how was your weekend? Did you have a great weekend? Did you have some fun? It really is about having some fun, isn't it? You know, I know this is not the topic, but I just kind of flew into the top of my head this idea of the 80-20 principle as to fun, or enjoying life, to being happy, that you can't be happy all the time. Nah, you're not really. Seriously, you can't be happy all the time. But I believe in the 80-20 principle. You can be happy 80% of the time, at least. You think about it, and I'm going off on this little topic for a moment, but You know, it's kind of fascinating because you have approximately 16 hours a day or a little bit more, a little less, that you're awake doing things. And I believe that 80% of that time you can be happy. You can do things that feel good, that you can express love, that you can be loved, that you can have fun, you can enjoy life. And that gives you three hours a day to be serious about stuff, (laughs) three hours a day to be frustrated, three hours a day to be angry. Think about it. I mean, I'd like to, you know, wouldn't it be nice if you could be level, you know, happy 90% of the time or 95% of the time? But even if you're happy 80% of the time, which is a pretty good average, right? You think so? At least you would have approximately 13 hours of your waking day to be happy. And you get those three hours that you can be miserable and put those behind you. And, okay, the next six hours, I'm going to be happy. So think about it, 80-20. And that, I think that's a good principle. I mean, it could be 90-10. If you really want to push it, you could be happy 99% of the time. I don't think you can. But at least you can focus on, I'm going to feel good as much as I possibly can. I'm going to focus my life on things that feel good most of the time. And that still leaves you at the 80 20 principle, eh, three hours a day to be miserable. If you chose to choose to be that, I mean, hopefully we're discounting the sleep time. So I, I just kind of threw that one out there, a little extra plug about just being happy, enjoying life, having some fun, and whatever you're doing. You know, I learned that principle as a very young child that whatever you're doing, make it play. Whatever you're doing, have, make it fun. My mother kind of drummed that into me because, you know, she would have me doing things around the house that you're going, oh, man, I got to wash dishes again. I got to do windows. You want me to vacuum? You want me to do this? And her adage was, oh, okay, we'll make it play. Make it fun, whatever you're doing. So that kind of stuck with me all these years. So it's the 80-20. Even if it seems like something that's difficult and, and, and that, you can turn it into play. You can turn it into a contest. You can turn it into a challenge, right? Well, that's not why I started the show. It's what have I learned from helping thousands of people. And I thought about that this morning. I thought, how, how many people have I actually worked with, done psychic readings for, hypnotherapy for, when I was in management, how many people did I manage, how many people did I inspire, how many people did I motivate, how many people did I encourage, inspire, and it's in the thousands. So what did I learn about people and all those thousands of people that I've worked with, helped, given answers to, solved problems, helped them find problems, solve problems, what have I learned? And I have an article, too, on 25 ways that you can help other people. So it's not just about me, but I want you to think about this. 
how have you helped other people? And how are we, how, and what have I learned from people? Well, we all, we all have basically the same needs, don't we? And most of the people I've ever talked to that call in, now it would be nice to call, have people call in and say, you know, my life is great. My life is really, really good. And let me share something really per- encouraging about my relationships and how wonderful my relationship is. So I have that, you know, I hear the other end of the spectrum, oh, this is not working or I need a job or, but we all have the same needs and wants in a relate in life. So that's the thing I'm learning about people is that we're all that very similar. It doesn't matter what ethnic background or what cultural background you're from. You know, I've talked to people from all over the world who have basically the same needs. I want to be in love. Does does he love me? Does she love me? Uh, is she coming back to me? Is he coming back to me? Um, I care about this person. What are they thinking? So it's that little bit of insecurity, a little bit of fear, and a lot a strong desire for a couple of things. I see I have a caller. I'll be with you in a minute. I just want to cover a little bit more of this because that's what the show is about. What have I learned from thousands of people that I've worked with, right? Well, first of all, that we all want to be loved. We all want to be loved. We all want to be in love or be loved and appreciated by someone else. You know, I've heard that more than anything. Is he doesn't appreciate me. He, do, he takes me for granted. Or he doesn't communicate. Well, it could be she. I mean, it doesn't, it's not, you know, gender exclusive here. It's, it could go either way. But I sense sense back to that 80-20 thing. It's usually 80% women and 20% men. Men are more into, how's my business going? How is it going to grow? Am I going to get a new job? Blah, blah, blah. But men are concerned about the same things. Guaranteed, men are concerned about being in love. Absolutely. 100%. Men want to be in love just as much as women. And they want somebody to love them and to appreciate them. I think men are more insecure about love than women. Believe it or not, once men will open up about it, they show a lot of insecurity about love. And the inability to sometimes communicate. And that's one of the needs. What have I learned? We want somebody to communicate to us. Tell them how they, feel, how they feel, how they're looking at things in life, what they think about them. What do you think about me? What do you feel about me? What are your feelings about me? Ooh, feelings, you know. Ooh. And, and feelings are hard because... To be vulnerable is hard. Let me take a call. We'll jump back into this, and we'll get into a little bit more of this thought about how could you help other people, ways to help other people. So my job is to listen. Spirit has advice, and I'll let my spirit guides talk to you about this topic a little bit. They always like them to chime in about this sort of thing, whatever my topic is for the day. So I'll take a call. And then we'll get back onto this thing about what I've learned. We talked about love. We all don't want to be loved. We all want to be appreciated, right? We all want to be listened to. And really, we want people to really understand us, what our needs are. Do you think about that? What are your needs? You want that other person. It could be your boss, too. I mean, it doesn't necessarily romantic. You want your family to understand you and what your needs are. You want your boss to understand you. You, we, we all want to be understood. Okay, let me take a call. We'll jump back into the topic. I think it's kind of a valuable topic. I got a letter, an email. Somebody was asking about 
my beliefs and my values. And I just kind of jumped into this whole topic. It's kind of fascinating. What have I learned from people, the thousands of people I've talked to? Okay, I'll take a call, then I'll jump back into the topic. Hello. Hi. Hello. Hi. Hello. How are you? <laughs> I'm doing well. Who am I speaking to? My name is Gabriella. Gabriella. So what's going on, Gabriella? It's just interesting you're talking about love because I, um, I've always been a loving person despite all my, like, traumas and stuff. And I'm, I love to give love. And I met a guy, and I thought that, I thought that, you know, he was into it, and, like, a day later, he was like, he doesn't really, he's not looking for a relationship because I want kids, he doesn't want kids, and just all these other things, and I'm just, it was the first time I opened up to someone, and then. Well, don't be afraid to open up again. Don't be afraid to open up. Because if you don't open up, people don't know what you believe in, what your values are. And you could, you could spend months with somebody and, and I've heard this, you know, what have I learned from thousands of people? Well, I've learned some people never open up. And, and three or four months go by, and then the fi- person finally shows their true colors, who they really are, what they really want, right? And then you invested all this time in a relationship, and what happens? You go, oh, man, I'm disappointed. He doesn't or she doesn't want the same thing I do, right? Yeah. So so it's good to open up. It's, you know, at least you get that done with right away. And you don't you don't get yourself 100% sunk into a situation, and then a year later, you know, you wouldn't believe how many people have said, "I've been in this relationship for a year, or two years, and I don't know what the other person wants." Can you believe that? But it's true. Yeah. I mean, I'm not being honest, but I felt like he could have said it in the beginning instead of waiting until we like connected and making plans with me, and then. Well, let me let me give you a little hint on that one, and, and, it, and it goes along with how we process love and how love the, the if you do reading on this, you'll find it's really fascinating how we process love. We we have that chemistry right away, that connection, that uh, that that it's really chemical more than anything. It's the it's how the brain functions. We give off the endorphins, we give off this stuff, we get the sexual attraction. And it blinds us from everything else. It blocks us from reasoning. <laughs> okay. But then gradually that wears down. And then you get into reality time and you really realize you start seeing the faults of the other person. But, you know, through, I don't know if you believe this or not, but through evolution, we have developed that, that need to connect with somebody else at that level and more of that intimacy, passion, the lustful level so we can create, keep the species going. Okay. I don't care what age you are. You still have that same drive. So don't, don't beat yourself up over it. It happens all the time. It's normal. Okay. But the sooner you can recognize that your values and interests are different and your intentions are different. Boom. Done. You don't have to go through all those six months to a year to two years to figure out what does he want? You know, what have I learned from people? Okay, well, people will call me, or women or men. You know, we've been together for six months, and I have no idea what he wants. That's that's a long time. Okay? Yeah. To put your heart into something for six months, and then you find out, suddenly find out, I don't think he wants the same thing I do, or she doesn't want the same thing I do. So it's, it's good to, and it usually takes about three months for a person to figure that out of where they're at. Okay? 
to get past that um, initial chemistry and get into more of the where you're developing friendship and a relationship. So don't beat yourself up. It's normal. It's hard not to. I know it's hard not to, but you'll you'll get over it. You'll absolutely get over it, and you'll fall in love again because that's who you are. It's okay. I fell in love. Oh, of course you'll fall in love. I I fell in love, what, 10 years ago with somebody quite a bit younger than myself, and I I was called from Las Vegas saying, I was given, I had a call like at midnight from Las Vegas saying, I'm marrying my old boyfriend tomorrow. Okay. That, that was kind of a shock. But then after getting through the little grieving, pro- grieving process I had to get over, I realized, you know, it's better to be in love. And then if, you, if there's pain at the end, it's worth getting back into that feeling of love again. So that's your, you know, everybody has to learn that for themselves. Okay. I just feel like I'm learning it way too much, and it's just like I don't know. Oh, you'll get there. You'll get there. Well, there's some practices and some meditations and some spiritual things or, you know, law of attraction principles that you can use, I think, that help you to attract the right person because it's all I've been doing all those things. I've been doing all those things for two years, and it's just like – You'll get there. You'll get there. You'll get there. See, sometimes being fed up is the best way to be, though, because you give up. And usually, a lot of times, just giving up, you'll attract the right person. You, you just quit. You know, okay, I'm done. God, I'm done with this. You know, I'm done with love. And then a week later, you meet the perfect person. So just giving up sometimes is, is a way of opening the door to allow it because you're not putting pressure on it. Okay? Think about that. Yeah. Sometimes just focusing something else on something else in your life, your career, your family, your hobbies, just focusing somewhere else will get you out of that no, pattern. I understand that I do all those things. It's not like I'm sitting here and I focus on love. I do all those things and I and I'm, I live my life being of service to others and I run a business where I help people. And it's just like I don't understand. Like I keep doing these things and there's no result. And I don't want to kill yeah. some love because it keeps me going. But I am. Well, this, because I'm let, let me go back to what I said about learn from helping thousands of people. Sometimes we just don't understand. Let it go. I don't understand. Okay, I'll let it go. Why would somebody call me at midnight and say they're marrying somebody tomorrow morning? I don't get it. I thought we had a great connection. What, what's the problem here? You said you love me. I said I loved you. I don't get it. But you just kind of, okay. You know, people are, we're, we're quirky. Okay? You'll get there. Don't, don't lose faith because love comes in, in, the, in the strangest ways, Okay? Be well. Take care of yourself. Just, just let it go. Just let it go. Okay. okay. I, I, I give you a little side note on. I was listening to a thing by Paul McCartney of the Beatles, and if you know who Paul McCartney is, but he was talking about he was totally frustrated, and you know all that stuff. The Beatle media was really getting to him, right? Just, just totally stressing him out, right? And he went to bed, went to sleep, and his mother came to me in his dreams and said, "Just let it be." Just let it be. And that's where he wrote the song, Let It Be. So just sometimes you just have to let it be. You can't understand everything. Got it? Be well. Yeah, you're have right. fun. Yeah. Okay. What have I what have I learned from helping thousands of people? Sometimes you just don't have an answer. <laughs> you don't have an answer. You, you sometimes you just you know, people have to sort it out and figure it out and do the best they can. 
and and focus your life on something that feels good. Just go after things that feel good. If that aspect of your life is not working, whether it be work or romance or family problems, the more negative energy you put into it, the more it seems to compound. And negative energy is nothing more than the frustration and anger and fear and all of those things that we put into situations because it's not working. I'm not meeting the right person. I'm not getting the right job. And so you're not, and I'm not being critical of any particular person because I've heard this hundreds of times, thousands of times. You're just not in a vibrational place to match up or it's timing. That, you know, use in quotes, the word soulmate is not that ready for you. You get a lot of trial runs, but they don't work out. Okay, well, and it could be that soulmate is not ready for you. Maybe they're getting through a divorce, and then they're going to meet you, okay? It, it's, it's, it's a challenge, and it's not easy. And sometimes we just don't have the answers. But if you just focus your life on what feels good, what you enjoy doing, what, what, what brings you a certain amount of satisfaction in life, and let the other stuff go. I know that's kind of strange. You know, in the back of your mind, I want to be in love. Of course you do. Everybody wants. That's one thing I learned. We all want to be in love. We all want to be appreciated. We all want to be listened to. We all want to be respected. And you can get that. But you have to have on that same vibration with somebody else, don't you? You have to be on that same connection, and you'll get it. You know, I was mentioning that there's some practices, and I've learned this recently. I mean, after all these years, I've learned this one practice. It is a vibrational match. You vibrate, you know, we're energy. We're all we are is energy. Energy, energy, energy. And, and that's all we give off is energy. Okay? So if you can, in meditation, just focus on your vibration of sending it out to meet a matching vibration. You're not, you're not looking for a particular person or looks or anything else. All you want to do is match a vibration with somebody else. Now, there's obviously more than one person that you can match a vibration with. You know, scientists will say that one out of every 22 people you can have a pretty good connection with. And sometimes romantic and sometimes not. So personality-wise, so you're sending on that vibration. You're looking for a vibrational match with somebody else out there and having the universe, God, spirit, source, whatever it is, align yourself with a vibration. Think about it. What have I learned from helping thousands of people? Yeah, I think that's the key. We don't always have the answers, but we can inspire people to find the answers, to go within themselves and Okay, I'm going to have my spirit guides talk to you for a few minutes about this topic. I'm just kind of go, I'm riffing a little bit on it, and I want them to speak to you. I kicked over my trash can. I got to throw that one away. Uh, okay, let me have my spirit group, the Sarah group, the spirit teachers, and they come together as a group, and they speak in one voice on a particular topic. We like to use the word love here, not in not in the romantic sense of the word love, but in the vibrational sense of the word love. Because what George was just saying was that if you're sending out a certain vibration, you're going to match up like attracts like. That's all that sort of 
you know, information that goes out that you're going to attract people like yourself. And, you know, we're drawn to people that are like ourselves. We're drawn to people that look like ourselves, right? And don't you, you, you're, you're attracted to people that look like you to some degree. Energy-wise, you're attracted to people that put out this very similar energy. It's true in spirit. And I, you know, George Gardner, well, that's not true of you guys, but it is. We put out energy in the non-physical world, and we're attracted to other energies in the non-physical world that are very similar energies, but similar vibrations, but that's off topic. So you're putting out into the universe, into source energy, into God, the vibration that you want to attract in your life, and you'll attract it. Now, it depends on what vibration you're sending out, because we're back to the word love. If you're sending out love, appreciation, gratitude, kindness, that's what you're going to attract back. If, if your constant energy field is anger, frustration, fear, uh, hopelessness, all of those vibrations, that's what you're going to attract back. So if you're constantly frustrated about your situation, you're going to attract frustrated people, frustrating people. You're going to, you're going to attract vibrationally the lower end of the scale. But if you're constantly putting out love, you're constantly doing things for other people, it's not with the intent of necessarily even getting anything back. You're just doing it because you're full of love. You're full of appreciation. You're full of gratitude. You're full of kindness. You're full of loving kindness. You love to do little things for people. You're going to attract people like that. Your intention isn't necessarily to attract people like that, but that's the natural cause of events. The course of events is you put that energy out there. You're continuously doing, doing it, and you stay out of those lower vibrational fields. You don't get frustrated, oh, I'm putting all this energy out and all this love out and all this caring out, and I'm getting nothing back. See, now you've reversed yourself. You, now you've gotten frustrated. Now you've gotten upset. Now you're getting fearful. If I put it all out there and look, nothing's happening to me. Well, guess what? You've shifted the energy. You've shifted it. So if you can get out of that energy as quickly as possible and get into that love vibration again, then you're going to attract love. And you're going to stay away from people that aren't a loving vibration. You're going to push them away because if you're doing kind acts to people, you may attract unkind people who react to it, but you don't have to stay with them. You don't have to listen to them. You can let them go. But you're going to find people who appreciate your energy, appreciate your vibration, appreciate what you do for them. And you're going to attract like-minded people. And if you're into a relationship, you're going to attract people that are willing to be in a relationship with you, be in a friendship with you because of the vibration you're putting out. So think about the word love and all the aspects of the word love. We talk a lot about that. We talk about love being there's certain aspects of love parts of love that you need to be setting out and kindness is one and appreciation is another use word gratitude is another uh caring is another compassion is another think of all those beautiful high vibrational joy is an expression of love if you're a joyful person and a happy person you're going to attract happy people and you're going to repel the unhappy they don't want to be around happy people i'm unhappy Think about those. Think about always, you know, George said this 80-20. We would say do it 90-10. Do it 99% of the time. Show love. 
if you can, 99% of the time, exhibit love and the very aspects of love. And that's what you'll get back. The continual practice of it will attract those who appreciate it and vibrate at the same level you do. So thank you for listening. Bye. Okay, I'm back. Uh, that was my spirit, guys. Hope you heard it. My mic went all over the place. <laughs> it, it was bouncing around while I have five minutes to do. So what can we put out there to help other people? I, that's what I'm learning. What have I learned from helping thousands of people? It's what my spirit guides keep telling me. Show love. Be a loving person. Be a kind person. Be a considerate person. Do all these things. Because I see the opposite. I see like what's called the policeman mentality where you see all the bad things that people have going on in people's life. He did this and she did that. Da, 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 da. Um, but I like to emphasize the positive. Inspire people to raise their vibration to the level of getting what they want in life. Because as my spirit guide just said, as long as you keep your vibration in that place of love and generosity and loving kindness and doing things for other people and, and being selfless and being generous of your spirit, you're going to attract that back. It may take a little time. And you may slip into those negative thoughts and fear thoughts. You know, the law of attraction, it talks about we have two different levels of two different basic vibrations. One is fear and one is love. Now, there's levels of love and levels of fear. But which which end of the spectrum do you want to be on? And that's what I've learned, that a lot of people like live on that fear end of the spectrum. And they attract more of it. And they attract more of it. How many people, you know, going back to what this lady talked about, and it's it's just kind of a fascinating thing, is that if if we dwell on the past all the time, if we dwell on all the, the relationships that didn't work out and the person did this and the person did that and, you know, he wasn't open, she wasn't open, she did this to me, he did that to me, all you're doing is creating that vibration and you're going to rekindle that vibration and you're going to attract more of that. I call it same person, different skin. I don't know. You know, that's one thing I've learned and the thousands of people I've talked to, that we do that. We attract that same thing because we focus on it. We dwell on it. We spend a lot of time on it. Oh, he did this to me, and he didn't love me, and he wouldn't communicate with me, or she wouldn't do this, or she was, you know, cheating on me, and all those stories. But what you're doing is you're just putting that out to the universe to attract more of that, attract more of that. Different person, same, different same person, different skin. I always like that. Same person, different skin. So I'd be really careful about that. So my spirit guides live from place of love in all the aspects of love. And that's a safe place to be if you're trying to attract things into your life that are high vibrational. Okay. That's what I've learned. A lot of things. I, I don't know what we'll talk about tomorrow. We're, we're going to go off into a different topic. Let me give you a few ideas that you can do to help somebody else today. Well, number 25 on this list, and this is the article, well, for some reason my computer doesn't want to do its little thing. It's Zen Habits Breathe, 25 Ways to Help a Fellow and Fellow Human Being Today. And number 25, which is kind of sums it all up, love. Simply find ways to express your love to others, whether it be your partner, child, other family member, friend, coworker, or a complete stranger. 
just express your love. Okay, I'm going to read right there because I just reminded me, I watched the Super Soul Sunday with Oprah, and she had an actor, you know, comedian on who had just been in a horrible car accident, and he had a near-death experience when he went and came back. And the biggest change that he found in his life, I can't even remember his name now. You probably know who it is, African-American gentleman who was in a horrible car accident, had a near-death experience, and came back and said, you know, the thing I got out of that was to express love. I tell people I love them, complete strangers, 200 times a day. Because that's when I went to the other side and came back, is what I experienced was love. And love is the most important thing. So express love. I love you. If you have to say it under your, under your breath, don't have to say it out loud. But people you meet, I love you. And, and there was a whole discussion on that topic. Tracy Morgan is the actor's name, Tracy Morgan. So read his story, and you'll see that as he go, went through his healing process, the thing that he learned was to love. So we don't have to go through that to love. We can love without having to go through and go have a near-death experience and come back and realize that it, there is nothing else but love, just love. And that's what I've learned from thousands of people. It's about love. It's loving ourselves and loving our neighbor as ourselves. Isn't that beautiful? I love you guys. <laughs> I appreciate the opportunity to be able to talk to you. So my daughter asked me, why do you do this show? Well, because I get to share this stuff. I get to express myself, and I get to express the emotions that I'm feeling about other people. So I love doing this. So I'm, I'm glad you listen, and I will be back tomorrow, and I'm not sure what the topic will be, but just today, love somebody else. Love a bunch of people. Thank you for listening. Bye.